was calling him Posh Boy. Oh, yeah. Um, well, he, he was wearing Fred Perry. Well, not, he... not like the skin of Fred Perry. Ooh. All right. This should totally go in the podcast. <laughs> well, it's getting recorded, so that can be uh, the... Uh... The skin of Fred Perry. And welcome to episode 16 of Why Did You Watch? With me, Kathy Moore. And me, Debbie Clark. I'm very excited because we are completing a trilogy today. Okay. Wait, like nine hours worth of film in one go? No, no, no. It's not like an extended... Like three hours of film. That would have to just be Titanic. Titanic? Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, it was, it was uh, eight hours and 70 minutes, no? You did tell me it was a horror. No, oh. it's two hours 74, which is nice. three hours 14 minutes. I talked ages ago about the Unholy Trinity, which is Hellraiser, Halloween, and A Nightmare on Elm Street, uh-huh. right? So we've done Hellraiser, we've done Halloween, and now we're doing A Nightmare on Elm Street. Ah, okay, yeah. yes, okay. Exactly. Why is it called Elm Street? Oh, it's where um, Elmo got killed. Oh, there are several theories about why it's called Elm Street. But... The trees. No, no, no. Why did... When obviously, the street is called Elm Street because the street has elms on it. Yeah. But why did the director slash writer decide to call it A Nightmare on Elm Street? And it's because every... it's One of the explanations is there's... Every town in America has a street called Elm Street because it's... Oh. It's um, a very suburby sort of name. Right, okay. Yeah. Leafy. Yeah. Leafy, secure suburbs, white picket fences, the American dream. Yeah, yeah. White yeah. flight away from urban people. Yes. Dun, dun, da. You know, yes. all this sort of stuff. Okay. So that was the, the pitch he was going for. And it's really... There are other explanations, but it's really evident. Other streets are available. Other <laughs> streets. <laughs> like this is first... advertising for Elm Street. Apparently the most common street name isn't First Street, it's Second Street. Because First Streets often get named after celebrities who lived on them. Or Washington. Washington Street? Probably. In well, America. That would be one that they renamed a first street, presumably. Interesting. Mm. I didn't know that. So A Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. This is our unholy trilogy. Yes. Because these were the three like big horror movies. Um, although there is one sp- specific difference between Hellraiser and A Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween. In that the first two are supernatural and Halloween was just a straight up, you know, murderer. Ah, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But as I said, Halloween was just a sign of the times, as was this one. Okay. So, um, I'll give you the deets before we get into it. It was made in 1984. Mm-hmm. So we were babies. Yeah, about when, one really. When it first one came and a half. Yeah. I was always fascinated by A Nightmare on Elm Street. I never got to see it, obviously, because I was wee. But it was everywhere. And, like, you must know who the, the bad guy in Nightmare on Elm Street is. It's not Mike Myers. No, that was Halloween. It's not um, uh, the butcher guy. Who's the butcher guy? Uh, the one with the chainsaw and the... Leatherface. Oh, it's not Leatherface, no. Uh, not Edward Scissorhands. Aww. It is Edward Scissorhands. No, it's a, lo- it's, um, a less romantic version of Edward Scissorhands. Uh, uh, don't know Clipper Man. Dylan O'Klepperman. Okay. Dylan, Dylan. F- 
Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger. You did ah, know right, it. right. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna... I thought he was supernatural. Yes, he is. Nightmare right. on Elm Street and Hellraiser, supernatural. Yes. Halloween, not supernatural. Uh, in later years, for some reason, Freddy got redubbed a dream demon. Right. I, I don't know why. Well, yeah, yeah, again, I'll get into that. But yes. anyway, okay. back to brass tacks. Oh, yes. So I was always weirdly fascinated by it because I never got to see it. And then computers were introduced to my school mm. when I was about 13 ish 14 we got our computer yeah and uh, guess which version of windows it was then <laughs> do you remember encyclopedia in carta oh i remember in carta in carta so it was a, 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 a cd cd and you put it in the top computer of the range technology and you searched for stuff and stuff popped up yeah. And when I was when we got this computer, I typed in a nightmare in Elm Street, uh-huh. and it had a a really low quality little clip of the film Did it? in Encarta. Wow! It was just That's one. Impressive. It was a, like fifteen seconds of the film, huh? and I must have watched it like a dozen times. I was so excited to get to see okay. a nightmare in Elm Street. Okay, okay. And then eventually, it came on the television, and I watched it, and I was like, "This I've is seen that clip. Awesome. Oh, it's that bit." <laughs> Run, bitch! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know what's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's so good. It's surprising. It's and then it's like, I mean, Encarta was supposed to like cover lots of different things, but I wouldn't have thought it'd cover pop culture much. Oh god, yeah, that everything in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They only have like eight hundred megabytes on a CD. I know. Do you remember in in the olden days, David, when computers started to get introduced, and they really had no metric to explain to people how much storage there was on a floppy disk? So they would yes. always be like, "This could store twenty phone books." Yeah. Whereas now, if you said it would store twenty phone books, everybody would say, "What's a phone book?" <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. Is that a phone that looks like a book? Yeah. It's a flip phone. Oh, is it like um uh, an air book? A phone-sized one, Ooh. you know, mm. <laughs> a MacBook. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you're onto something there. Yeah, you should phone at Apple and sell that idea. Got a brilliant idea, lads. Yeah, it's, mm. they've patented everything and stuffed it in a vault somewhere. Yeah, that's so, probably true. Hope. Yeah. Written and directed by, have you heard of Wes Craven? Yes, excellent surname for Isn't horror he directing. The <laughs> brother of John Craven, who presents Country Fire. Yes. The look on your face. The look <laughs> yes, on your face. You were horrified. That's exactly who it is. Yeah. Okay. And Bill Noddy's is or Bill Oddie's is um like God Uncle. No, no, no. Well, you know if have you heard of Wes Craven? Yes, I have. Of course you yeah. have. What did he do? Uh Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, do you know what I found out last night? It's a nightmare on Elm Street. Ah. I feel <laughs> You mean like a scream. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I always I thought nightmare. it was called. Nightmare on Elm Street, but it's not. Well, it's like, ah, yeah. Nightmare. It doesn't I matter, doesn't. though. I mean, grammatically, I suppose. And our last film was actually called The Halloween. No, I'm just kidding. It uh, <laughs> it's a Halloween. The ha- a Halloween. He did the Scream series. Oh, right, yes. You know Scream. I do. Based um, on the Gainesville uh, Ripper murder. Uh, um, yeah. That woman from Friends. Are you just reenacting her acting? A <laughs> <laughs> woman from Friends. Monica. Monica, yes. Monica's in it. Wes Craven did the Scream series, mm. famously. He also did some other stuff, stuff that I am not that keen the on. The Darker Country File. He also got started in porn as well, uh, which, you know. As a director or as a... I think he was an editor. Um, 
yeah, initially. He actually, he was a professor of humanities. The humanities? That was, oh, the humanities. He, um, yes. He started out as a professor and got a bit bored of it and wanted to get into the film industry. And because, like, what are we doing? I know, right? This is our CV. Just, yeah. just for future reference. Hi, Ross. Hello, future. <laughs> I'm not a professor. This is where it all yet, started. Though. I think it's easier to become professor uh, you can in profess, America, though. though. But You're effectively an associate professor in the American system. I profess to know nothing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. What a career move to go from professor of humanities to editing porn to making some like quite um. We used to have a name for it, but Classic? it's like shock, shock horror uh, yeah. movies. Like the no wait, I can't remember what the song is. Shock, shock horror. Oh, I know that one. Yeah. The female of the species. Species and we're dead in the male. He was involved in The Hills Have Eyes, for example. Oh, yeah. Which is a bit... Uh, I didn't really like the idea of that film, so I didn't watch it. No. I'm I aware know. of it. It's also quite I mean, all hills have got eyes. To, for I mean, one thing. Spelling. But yeah, but there's a lot of films that make out that rednecks or, or hillbillies or whatever are just roving gangs of cannibals. But I mean, I thought... <laughs> The idea behind The Hills Have Eyes, although we're going slightly off topic, though I suppose it's a horror film, was that they were effectively lived in the place where the Americans tested a whole lot of nuclear weapons and they went a bit wonky as well. Ah, it's like the because whole Godzilla the beginning thing. of it is that it's a whole load of scientists running around and reading like for radiation mm. and then getting like pickaxe at the back of the neck. <laughs> yeah. Mind your own business. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, apparently he's a nice guy. Ah, well, okay. He's, he's just got a twisted... I mean, yeah. he didn't write the screenplay, did he? Yeah. Oh, he did? Oh, not for Hills Have Eyes, no. No, no, the other one. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. He wrote that. Uh, okay, so he's ah, director and screenwriter. For for Nightmare for oh. Nightmare on Elm Street, he is. And I'll, But before you start thinking he's a weirdo, I'll explain where he came up with the idea. Because, okay. like, when Human Centipede came out, everybody was going, what sort of sick, twisted lunatic would come up with a plot where you sew people ass to mouth in yes. a series? Instead yeah. of in parallel. Ha, I was going to say. <laughs> in, a, in a rope. Yes. That person needs therapy, blah, blah, blah. And the reason the guy who wrote it came up with the plot was because he was watching something on the news about some horrible, like, guy, he like murdered a child or something yeah. like that on the news. and He the, he murdered them on the news? No, it was on the news. Oh. He was watching, the director slash writer was watching this with his friends. Uh, and all of his friends and he started talking about what they would do to that guy if they got their hands on him. Yeah. And one of his friends said, he should have his face sewn to the ass of a fat, hairy trucker. And everybody else went, yeah, brilliant idea. Ha 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 ha. And the guy who wrote Human Centipede went, mm. But I guess the interesting <laughs> thing about that is, is there a consent from the trucker? That's what I, why is the trucker being punished? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be out of a job now because how's he going to sit down in his truck? And also, the trucker would be like, why Why is that the worst thing you can imagine, being sewn to me? What's wrong with me? That's and why, why are you calling me fat and hairy? Also, yeah. yeah. It's very insulting That's to body them. shaming. Although he is an imaginary fat, hairy trucker, and I'm imagining a man, because he's hairy. But who knows? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Could be lady. <laughs> it stars Heather Langenkamp, who is cool. When you say Heather, Lang and Camp, are there Langen. three people? Langen. Oh, right. Lang and yeah. Camp, right? Yeah, well, she's, she is Lang and Camp. <laughs> okay. She's Heather, Lang and Camp. First film for Johnny Depp. 
Really? Yeah, it's Johnny Depp's first film. In the credits, it comes up and it says, Introducing Johnny Depp. I was going to say something that's potentially libelous there, or at least slanderous, so I thought I'd just... Oh. Yes. No, he's... um, I'd like to say his acting got better. Uh, Sleep Hollow was a good film. Yes. His acting was better in that. But this is his first film. You can cut him some slack, I guess. And John Saxon's in it. Sure he wasn't a Dane. (laughs) John Dane's in it. John Saxon is the sheriff in Black Christmas. Oh, right, okay. And he's the sheriff in this. Ah, uh, cast. I know. Mm. Poor John Saxon. But, um, yeah, so he's in it too. Mm, okay. It's released by New Line Cinema. Yes, heard of them. And their company is, within within the company, it's jokingly referred to as the house that Freddie built. Right, because the money, they were on the yes. verge of bankruptcy. They were going to go out of business and this film saved them. Huh. Right? Interesting. So the house that Freddie built. That nice, was quite funny. Nice, nice, nice. Um, do you know the plot to A Nightmare on Elm Street? No, I don't. It's just people getting murdered and chased down and killed off individually until the end where the goodies prevail and that's about it. Not, no. In which case I don't. <laughs> All right, so we're starting from absolute yeah, scratch. Yeah, on from this scratch. One. All right, okay, All cool. I am aware of is it is the street in America that probably has elms, and apparently it's got song called Freddy Krueger. There is a street which may Wait, or may not have elms. Isn't there a shop called Krueger's? There is. Can you buy Freddy's there? I don't know. I've never been in it. I was too scared in um, case this guy pops out. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, the plot is that kids are having nightmares. That are so scary that they die in their sleep. Right. Or so it seems. But actually, there's a what is later referred to as a dream demon. Malevolent entity. There's a malevolent entity who's murdering these teenagers in their sleep. Why? Well, well, the reason why is on is unfolded at a dramatic scene. Okay. In the film. Right. Okay. And okay, it's okay. up to our hero, Nancy, to save the day. Nancy. Is that a person's name or you're being insulting? <laughs> yes, Johnny Depp's character. Meow. <laughs> no, it is up to Heather Langenkamp's character. Isn't it Nancy, who's the one of the hero or heroine, a hero, doesn't matter, uh, in uh, Stranger Things? I don't know. The, 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 the woman. The one who is Barb's friend. The one who was going out with the guy with the tall hair and then she started going out with the photographer guy and then she started going out with the guy with the tall hair again? I think so, yes. I'm pretty sure her name's Nancy. She's the sister of one of the, you know, the the nerds. Yeah, the wee wee porcelain doll kid. She's the older Mm, sister of the, the kid who looks like a porcelain doll. The one who's the closest friend of Eleven. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Narrow that down. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I Nancy. Anyway, I'm just thinking in terms of 80s and horrors and maybe Considering that's how much... I mean, the last... The second to last season that I watched was very, very, very Nightmare on Elm Street inspired. Was that the one with Vecna? Yes. Where they kept going to that weird place with the guy with no skin. Yes. That was so Nightmare... Was that there the one with the music? Were, yeah. The Maybe. one that everyone was like, oh, Run they brought that it. Hill. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Yeah. There was so much stuff in there that as someone who's watched A Nightmare on Elm Street mm. more than once, mm. 
There are so and many. And some parts little... at least fifteen times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in like. If you can find that CD again, you can watch in it again. Like, like ten by twelve pixels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I there were several times where I was like nudging Steve, going like, ah, ah, that's a reference to Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. That, da, yeah, da, da, yeah, da, yeah, 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 so yeah, much yeah. of it. So basically, you might think, how could a nice man like Wes Craven come up with something so disturbing? Have you ever heard of Asian Death Syndrome? Is that the one with the fan and you die in your sleep? No, that's also Asia. That's Korean Death Syndrome, I guess, because right, it's suppose. a Korean specific. It is, yeah. So basically, um, over a series <coughs> for, for like three years, there were all these articles coming out in the New York Times about these Southeast Asian refugees who were dying from night terrors. They were fleeing from Pol Pot. Oh yeah. So they had gone through Pol Pot's regime, uh, experienced enough of it to know they didn't like it, and then they were fleeing from there. And going for asylum in the US. Yes. But weirdly, a lot of, I think an adult and then mainly children, were just having severe night terrors. PTSD. Presumably. And they were dying in their sleep. But the coroner said they weren't dying of heart failure. Like it wasn't a heart attack Mm -hmm. from extreme stress or yeah, fear yeah, or something yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an unknown cause they don't really know how they were dying of these night unknown terrors etiology. Mm. yeah so it's it's like um what is it sudden infant death inf- yeah sudden infant mm. infant death it's like that but it's effectively is a thing of saying we've no idea what happened i think it's also called something like bugatta syndrome or Brigada or Bugatti syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hit by a car. That's like Christine, yeah. yeah. A, a yeah, haunted yeah, yeah, Bugatti yeah, yeah. chases yeah, them yeah, down exactly, in yeah. their dreams, Oof. yeah. Yeah. So Wes Craven was just obsessed with this. He was like, Hi, how is this happening? This is awful, blah blah blah. And then that's what he based the plot of Nightmare okay. on Elm Street on, that these teenagers were being terrified to death okay. in their dreams. Okay, okay, okay. Which is quite fun, I thought. And and particularly Does it also happen in Inception? There are some, so there's some stuff that happens in this that when I watched Inception and there was another film I watched uh, where I was going, hang on, that's like Nightmare on Elm Street. The Mm. like standing guard while the person goes into their dream sleep and timing it sort of thing. Yes. Their dream sleep. Wow. Scientific. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I remember, uh, what was it? Uh, One of the professors I was working with once said, and here in your way you can see in darker black. And I'm like. What? In darker black. Darker black. Who's the we archer? Massively trolled him for that. Are they it. all the same colour or is one of them slightly, slightly, yeah, slightly yeah, yeah. darker black? <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah. Oh, he saw the funny side. Well, yeah. Darker black. Did he mean grey? No. Oh. No, I can't remember exactly what he meant. It's pointing at a slide on the screen. So it was it, just a brain burp then? Yeah, it was, yeah. Bless him. Yeah. So, you know, when COVID kicked off and everybody started watching Jaws. Because even though the parallels were not immediately obvious, actually, Jaws was a perfect uh, sort of, what would you call it, little um, microcosm uh-huh. of the pandemic. Right. Because there was this... People not, not acknowledging it, people telling you this is a really big problem. Then really big problem comes up and people are like, oh, you're right all along. Yeah. I, I guess yeah. we should have done something earlier before that fat kid on the banana boat got eaten. Yeah. Yeah. So... There was a big thing. Everyone was going, ooh, Jaws. And after this whole submarine thing, Steve and I have been watching, like, The Sphere and uh, 
uh, the I'm, core and uh, i'm not sure i think the sphere is slightly worse than the, the core. abyss the abyss was not terrible the abyss i liked i quite like the abyss james cameron yes hicks yeah oh dear mm. we need to fix hicks because that mustache was dreadful <laughs> uh the core is entertaining sphere was just ruined for me by dustin hoffman oh. i just sat through the whole thing going god almighty will someone kill him mm. He was mm. such a knob through the whole thing. So, the reason I think that this film is yes. particularly um, relevant now is because it's about a group of young adults, basically, whose entire lives are being ruined by the bad decisions of their parents. Ooh, is this a climate change reference? It's a boomer housing market reference. Oh, so we're going for the slightly lighter version of the impending apocalypse. Well, the climate change factors in as well. Like, every, this is a really hot topic at the minute. Everybody it going is hot. like the boomer generation has ruined everything for our generation. Mm. So we are less healthy. Our planet's destroyed. We'll never get on the housing market. She said in her house that she bought. But so it's a the sort of subtext if you like of this film is because when you watch horror movies the parents are always absent yes or just they're just not they don't help they're not really involved they tend or to they're be just absolutely re- not there reasonably rich families mm. um or at least well off mm-hmm. so at least upper middle class if not of higher. course yeah because uh, it's always sororities all yes. this kind of stuff they're always loaded uh-huh. um i guess that's because i know that's that's the kind of audience you're targeting because you think they have money. Yeah. You're trying to scare people who don't really have anything to be scared of. Mm. I brought this up in Halloween. I said the thing that makes me uncomfortable with these films is that white people are trying to make out they're the victims. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. And also, to be more specific about it all, like serial killers had really captured America's imagination in the 70s and the 80s. And they were predominantly murdering, I mean, the ones you heard about. Yes, were predominantly the ones where the murdering. police actually tra- did spend some time tracking to see whether or not yeah, things are connected. Exactly. And so, oh, she probably just ran away. Um, where young white women, that was the yeah. young, fairly, or sex workers. If it were sex workers, they plowed through victims because the police didn't care. Yeah. Which is just charming. Mm. But, you know, Ted Bundy took out a sorority mm. in an evening. Mm. You know, people cared about that. They also were really keen to point out to women that these guys are murdering co-eds, as in women who are attending university, because there was a real subtext in the media of like, maybe if you just stayed home and had babies, you wouldn't be in this mess. So normally the parents just aren't there. Yes. I mean, otherwise they'd be defending them, wouldn't they? Exactly. If they're asleep. That's why you're trying to scare them. But in this film... While they're asleep. No, no, in their bedroom. But in this film... It's different. Oh, okay. Because the parents are very, very present and are actively unhelpful. Oh, yeah. It's all the parents' fault that this is happening. And Nancy tries repeatedly to explain this to them or get help. And they impede her at every Mm. turn. Mm. It's remarkable. And it's, again, it sort of fits in quite nicely with, um, you know, with that whole... Thing oh, of boomers right. actively yes. destroyed because because these parents' bad decisions are the thing that that ruined everything, and what's particularly interesting about this 
film is it sort of marks a shift in the sort of attitude in films um because up until up until this point in time the plot to most horror movies has been oh no there is some sort of external entity that has sworn um malice against us and it's out to kill us so um halloween michael myers is just a killing machine and just murders all around him um uh, what do you call it Uh, rosemary's baby it's just the devil doing this devil thing sure um and the other one the the omen the exorcist it's all just the devil doing what the devil does and it's fairly blameless Mm. the victims are fairly blameless yes in the 80s in horror you suddenly start to see a shift towards um, retribution. There's a there's a much stronger theme of retribution in the 80s. And a really good example of this is uh, the Amityville Horror versus Poltergeist. Right. Which are effectively the same film. Yes. So in Amityville Horror, this family move into this house, but because... I mean, this is certainly in the book. Mm. Uh, because... Mm-hmm. Native Americans um, use the area the house is built on to pen up all of their sick and dying and insane, which is categorically untrue for so many reasons. Right. Um, the land is now cursed and the house is haunted and that's why they were terrorised in the house. Yes. Right? Because of those pesky Native Americans ruining the land. Right? That's right. that one. Cut to Poltergeist. Pretty much the same film. Family move into new house, houses haunted. Yes. In this one, the reason is because an unscrupulous property developer moved the headstones of the graveyard that the area is built on, but he didn't move the bodies. Okay. And the bodies are were feeling very disrespected. The ghosts felt disrespected. And in retribution, they haunted the house. You see? Right, but why would they go after the family? Because they lived in the house. It's not their fault. They didn't move the headstones. Well, if you really want to get into the whole specific plot of Poltergeist, all the displaced spirits were in the house, wandering around, and then when Carol Ann, the little girl, wandered into the further, or whatever you want to call it, they saw her as a beacon of light, and they went to her instead of the light onto the next world, and then there was an evil entity that was there as well, and it was trying to... Uh, kill Caroline. That's the whole plot. But basically, the point is, mm. the reason it all happened was because of, uh, because of retribution. Repercussions are creeping into horror now. Okay, and that's sense. the difference between like Hellraiser or Halloween or any of these things. Now you've got Friday. Uh, now you've got Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy is doing what he's doing in retribution for the bad decisions the parents made. But in Hellraiser. Wasn't it retribution against the guy? There was no retribution. They were trying to track him down because he'd stolen the puzzle box. No, he escaped from Hell Dimension and they were just tracking him down. Isn't that but retribution? It wasn't retribution against anyone except Frank. Frank's who yes. they were trying to track down. Yes. Yeah, okay. And then they did. And Nancy was just sort of... Nancy? What was her name? Kirsty just got sort of embroiled yeah. peripherally. Yeah. And the reason that has been put forward for this from an excellent podcast called You Are Good, who talked about A Nightmare on Elm Street, Mm. and I highly recommend the podcast, Mm. it's very interesting. 
the in at this point in time, America from sort of the late 70s onwards were arming rogue states and propping up tyrants across the world Mm. and terrorism both domestic and international was starting to happen so like planes were getting hijacked and all Mm -hmm. this sort of stuff and i think the sort of spirit of america was thinking huh maybe we shouldn't be like overthrowing democratically elected governments in South America. Grenada. Maybe we'll get some blowback from this. Maybe something bad will happen. Yes. And you start to see this idea of... um, Reaping what you sow? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm. That is now creeping into the genre, which I think is really interesting. It's quite fun that this is now seeping in. Yep, 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 yep. So this film marks a big change in... And then a lot of the films after that, like... um, Come on, Brian. Screen. Friday the 13th. Say yes. Jason's mum is killing these teenagers because of what the previous teenagers did. Yes. You know? A lot of it's just this theme in the 80s. Well, Scream was because they ran someone over and they turned out they didn't die, right? That's I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yes. So that was Retribution. Scream was also always... I get those two confused. Yeah, me too. They came out at the same time, didn't they? Yeah, and they both have sort of similar looking actresses. Well, you know, sort of out of the the mill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Although Jennifer Love Hewitt was in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Mm. And I like her. She's very attractive. She is. Yeah. Yes, lovely eyes. She does have lovely eyes. Very pointy face, though. Um, Yeah, so these parents are actively unhelpful. Uh, before we get into the meat of the podcast, I've got a few little trivia points. Okay. Freddy Krueger was the name of the kid that bullied Wes Craven when he was a kid. <laughs> huh. Right? Okay. Um, also, Robert Englund tells this... St- Robert Englund plays Freddy Krueger. He had to sit for hours and hours to have makeup. all of his like burnt face makeup yeah. put on him. Yeah, and one th- it was between scenes where he was needed, so he went back to his trailer. He had a nap. And then he, he woke up. And Stuck to the pillow. No, no, no. He woke oh. up and he looked around and just saw oh, this no. demon in his in his room and was like, ah! And then realised it was a mirror. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I thought was quite that fun. That is funny. Yep. And um, do you remember when I told you that uh, Halloween got uh, preserved in the National Film Registry? Yes by the Library of Congress as mm-hmm, culturally, mm-hmm, historically, mm-hmm. or aesthetically significant, this film has too. Okay. Which... Not uh, to the same extent. Yeah, if I'm quite surprised by that. But I guess, you know, it's... Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two things happened because of Wes Craven's uh, daughter or niece or something like that. Uh, Johnny Depp got cast because she said to Wes that he was, and I quote, dreamy. Okay. Well, I mean, it works for this film. Yeah, he was fine. He was just, you know... Nightmares. Yo. <laughs> Dreamy. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, very good. Thank you. And... It's she... right. You can just do a re-record and you can come up with that joke. <laughs> Suddenly the audio sounds completely different yeah, 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 when yeah. I'm like, which is quite fitting. And then cuts to you going, ha, 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 something else. Um, she also... This niece slash daughter, whatever, right. was complaining to Wes Craven about women in horror movies um, because they fall over all the time. 
I mean, I know a lot of women who haven't got great foot coordination. You're looking at one. I'm not pointing at you, but I mean, you know who you are in case you're listening. I've run several times in my life, and I can tell you... (laughs) Sorry, this is funny. (laughs) I have, I have! Well, I mean, it's like the T-Rex in the thing with the water... (laughs) With the what? With the water shaking. (laughs) 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 Everyone's looking at their drink like, the hell's that? Yes, and then sorry. I come sweating, panting, panting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have run several times in my life, and I can tell you, my tripping trip and fall rate is incredibly low. Okay. Compared to women in horror movies, who the second they're like, "Oh, I just forgot my keys. Give me a second. I'll run back yes. to the what? Bam! It's a trap. There's people just keep putting trip lines up. They must do. Mm-hmm. So she complained about this to Wes, and Wes was like, "All right." In that case, I'm going to make Nancy a bit different. I'm going to make her less vulnerable and I'm going to make her less clumsy as well. Okay. So they got a uh, Kung Fu gymnast. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) They didn't really. No, so Nancy, she is one of my absolute favourite heroines in... Yes. She's one of my favourite opiums in the genre. Okay, okay. I've always had a real admiration for Nancy because... Mm. You know, I've always loved horror. Mm. So I've basically grown up watching... I know people say that horror isn't very pro-feminist or whatever, but from my point... Because women are just getting slaughtered. In general. If you look at it from my point of view, I grew up watching ordinary women having horrible circumstances dumped on their laps and just not not dealing with it. That's what I grew up watching women do. Mm. And Nancy in particular is... She's every woman. When life gives you if lemons. You, no, no, not even. If you watch Nightmare on Elm Street and see how Nancy is treated, that's what it's like being a woman. Mm. Where you make it very clear what you need, you make it very clear what's going on, you tell people what happened and they don't believe you, mm. they don't do the thing you ask them to do, you cannot rely on anybody to do the thing you asked. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's just nice to watch... No, on screen it reminds me of rick and morty when um what's the daughter called summer summer says something in the meeting and she gets ignored and then the guy next to her says hey and then says what summer yeah. just said and the mom turns to her and goes you became a woman today summer yeah <laughs> and then like later on it would turn out it was the worst idea ever and the mum like nudged Summer and was like, "Go on." And then Summer was like, "You stupid asshole! You, your idea yeah, was dreadful." Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Turn around is fair play. Speaking of Rick and Morty, you must remember Scary Terry. I do. Yeah, I thought about bringing it up, but I thought that's Freddy Krueger. Yeah, 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 yeah. He looks exactly like him. Yeah. And he does has similar dialogue of the whole like, "You can run, but you, you can't, can't hide, hide, bitch." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, Rick. He keeps saying that, but I think we can hide. <laughs> and yeah. then they do. And, and then, then he can't like, find him. He's like, oh, where, where did you go, bitch? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Out there. Not in here. Yes. Yeah. Oh, when he goes back to his family. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. What is the correct quip for when you are chasing your victim through a pumpkin patch? Uh, uh, bitch. Uh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Poor scary Terry. And he has... What did he have for knives? He had like daggers for knives because swords were on yeah, whatever I can't was up. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, I have in my notes Nancy slaps. <laughs> okay, wow, because she's great. You're down with the youth speak. Oh, I know, because I'm because I'm hench. Yeah, and <laughs> I think that's that's a bit dated now. Is it? 
Yeah. What are they called now? Floopy doop? I don't know. I don't know. I can't keep up with all this nonsense. Dems. I'll stick to the Queen's English, thank you. <gasps> it's the King's English now. It's thieving bastard. Yeah. <laughs> how many how many liters are in a gallon? A uh, five point four American or English? We'll say American. This is like the flightest fan of a European sort of. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think what do you mean? <laughs> I think it's 4.5 litres in an English and it's 5.4 for an American. We'll call it even and call it five because I can do that, Matt. Okay. 2,500 litres of fake blood were used in this film. So 500, 500 gallons. gallons. Yeah. Okay. That's a lot of litres of fake blood. Well, this is probably similar to the like, kind of thing where um, uh, apparently almost all the pink paint in the world is like, there's a scarcity of it because of the um, Barbie movie. <gasps> so for this, there might have been a scarcity of fake, fake blood. blood. Yeah, they must have had to go to the abattoir and be like, can we just have some pig's blood? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I don't know why they don't. I suppose it would go off in the lights and smell awful, it? would. It? Yeah, everyone just, can you imagine if all the actors just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, maybe that's what they did in The Exorcist then. Yeah, of all the suppose, vomiting. Yeah. yeah. Also, um, it could be riddled with parasites. Yes, I would expect so. Mm. Now, there's a scene where the mother's explaining who Freddy Krueger is, was. Ah. Right? Wait, so Freddy Krueger is someone who died Existed. in the past? Yes, he did exist. As an individual, but came a demon? Yes. How did that happen? Uh, magic. Huh. Uh, anyway. Stupid question. No. Originally, originally, he was supposed to be a child molester. Right. right. And child molestation was quite a new concept. Obviously, it had been happening for yes. forever. But it was only in the most recent years that the that people actually took it seriously. It's really weird. In the late 70s, early 80s, people... Catholic Church. People went... Oh, People went from not believing a word children said to believing every single word that children said. Right, yes, okay. They didn't ease into it. So first of all, it was believing children when they said that they didn't like the way mum and dad's friend interacted with them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that escalated into the satanic panic. Do you remember this? Wasn't that something with Dungeons and Dragons? That was part of the satanic panic as well. But what really set it off was that, like, the kids had some confused memories, false memories. People were encouraging them to come. And it, the whole thing snowballed right. and ping pong back and forth until we had these satanic cults who were abducting and molesting children rather than the uncle or the right the, the guy next door so or not Occam's razor the then. friend of the family yeah exactly they went completely off Occam's razor yeah, I don't yeah, know whose yeah, razor yeah. they went for yeah these. they they thought zebras yes yeah 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 which is quite interesting so basically he was going to be a child molester but they had to change it to child killer uh sure okay I mean for whatever reason but, but like in Nightmare on Elm Street, they're not actually children. They're like, I don't know, 17, 18? They are now. What? Yeah, they grew up. But they were children when Freddy was doing his thing, when he was alive. So he's a child killer? He was a child killer. 
Right, okay. And the reason they had to change it was because at that point in time was this infamous McMartin case had come out. McMartin was a, a daycare and one child told their mum, like, oh, I don't like the way the teacher was interacting with me, sort right. of thing. And nobody knew how to handle this sort of thing because it, the idea of it was relatively new. Mm -hmm, so for mm -hmm. some reason, the police decided that they were going to write to every single parent who had a child in McMartin's daycare yes. and outline the worst case scenario that could potentially have happened. Like, here's a list of things that might have happened to your child while they were in this daycare. And then it just read, like, your worst nightmares as a parent. How bizarre. That was how they decided to deal with it. So it was a whole thing massively kicked off. It all fed into this whole, like, mm. hysteria that was going on at the time. And then ultimately into the satanic panic. Do you remember the satanic panic? No, I think it only happened in the US, right? No, no, it happened here as well. Did it? There was an island off the coast of, I think, Scotland. Who, the, all the children got taken off the island because there was some weird thing about a child molesting satanic cult. And in my school, we had ministers come into our school and tell us to stay away from heavy metal because... The musicians are Satanists and and backward masking. <coughs> Remember the whole backward masking thing? No. Where if you play the record backwards, it's, oh, right. it's the devil talking to you or all sure, this sort of but, shit. I or, mean, these people, like... Satan is good. Satan is, is repellent. There is no Satan. <laughs> you know that, and I know that, but the minister didn't know that. So he, yeah. he told us that... Oh, by minister, you mean religious minister, like not vicar. like... Right, I thought you were saying like an MP. No, 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 like a vicar. The vicar turned up to our primary school and he started going through various bands and he said, ACDC stands for Antichrist Devil's Child. And I was going, I thought it stood for Alternating Current Direct Current. Yeah. And WASP, the band WASP stands for We Are Sexual Perverts. White Anglo-Saxon Protestant. That's what it stands for, White Anglo-Saxon Protestant. You knob. But anyway, and... Kiss, that people were saying that it stood for Knights in Satan's Service. All this bad shit. Mm, okay. The 80s were a strange time. Uh, yeah. Satanic Panic kicked off. But what's really interesting about that, though, compared to this film, is it was all external to the household. Yeah? Yeah. So these cults were abducting your kid and trailing them away. And you Snatching must... your people up. Yes, and you remember in the 90s, I'm sure, about Peter Geddon and uh, yeah, yeah, but that's Stranger Danger. It was, that was because it was... Um, Brass Eye. Brass Eye, yes. Yeah. But it was a thing. Do you not remember the whole Stranger Danger thing? Like we were constantly being told things like, don't wear stuff with your name on it because a stranger will come up and go, oh, hello, David. Yeah. Your mum sent me to collect you. Even yeah. though that's the least uh likely i'll say well fuck that she told me to get a bus home so fuck off <laughs> yeah because that's how i got home yeah uh-huh i didn't get collected well yeah well, not she, all the time anyway she told me that if a man ever comes to bring me home from school he has to buy me a nintendo so <laughs> okay so let's get on with that first yeah damn um before i see the puppies in your van yeah 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 um yeah, so that was all going on. But it, the whole thing about Peter Geddon and the satanic mm. panic was it's not people in your household doing it to you. Didn't Peter Geddon happen again when Hunger Games came out? Peter Geddon? <laughs> I was more of a Gabe Geddon. I wasn't Peter actually. Man. Gabe was an arsehole. Um, Don't you remember the guy just named Peter? Peter. Because everyone just kept doing that meme with the pitta bread. Oh, yeah. 
Pitta. Yeah. He did have a weird name. Well, I mean, it was she, she on was a different Katniss planet. She was called Katniss as well. Catnip. Catpiss. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Woof. She kept the foxes away. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it was all very much external to the household. Yes. But what's cool, or not necessarily cool, but like prescient about mm. a nightmare on Elm Street was it was happening in the home. Yes. Right? Yes. And and that's where the majority of this horrible, horrible stuff that I don't really want to discuss at three yeah. in the afternoon. Well, same with murders. Yeah, the majority spousal of... spousal abuse. Yeah, exactly. And everything else Yeah. in general. Uh-huh. It's usually it's not what you know, home. it's who you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's the sort of... That's what's interesting about this film is that there's a lot of stuff that you're like, that's quite prescient, mm. what they've done there, that it's in the household that this is happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so I've given you enough sort of background to it Ooh, and, yeah. tr- and tried to explain why it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you'll find the actual film interesting. Industry? Interesting. I know we spent a lot of time on context in this, but yes. it's a lot of stuff that I want you to think about while we go through the film. I'm thinking about it. Okay. So, opening credits, we've got some really nice, like, synth. Ooh, nice. 80 synth. Oh, and it's it's got your stuff. classic, like, ee, 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 you know, that we yeah, 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 yeah. this in the And past. a slow movement up the street or something. No. No? Oh. It's Freddy building his glove. Oh. So you're watching, you know, when you watch like, um, is it like a YouTube tutorial? And he's in the background. He's saying, so what you need to do here is get a glue gun. <laughs> you would be if the synth wasn't drawn in the oh, way, probably, okay, you know, those, um, like instructional videos that pop up on Instagram where the camera is looking at oh, the I desk. Instagram. I'm not cool. Well, Facebook then. Uh, YouTube. Ah, uh, sure. Okay. Where you're, where the camera is over the workstation yes. and then you just watch the hands yeah, build yeah, yeah. the thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or cook the thing i mean they don't have to be german but they could be <laughs> hobo hands, hobo hands yeah. <laughs> call back um so you're watching from this sort of view and he like throws a leather glove onto the table and then he starts building like knives it's a really are... inefficient way of like shanking someone but he's trying to look scary and menacing okay and also, it's it's that thing like in Buffy where. But can you imagine if you just like I mean this is a, this is a lab based thing for you you lab listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will get um, students or anyone work visiting, and they'll come in and they'll put gloves on, and then they'll immediately start touching their face with their hair. Yes, they That's do. That's why Freddy Krueger's face is so fucked up. Yeah, it's not burns at all. Not He's burns, just ripped like, chunks of yeah, flesh it's off like, his Ooh, face. Oh, I've got a bit of a wisp of hair in my ah Jesus. I've got oh my eyes yeah. are really itchy. Oh God, can you imagine? <laughs> Ugh. I suppose it My maybe ears it's useful. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it also explains why he has no hair as well. He's just shaved it all off over the years. Yeah. He's building this thing. It's articulated. Buffy and Spike brought this up in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, mm. where Spike said the difference between a vampire and a slayer is that if a vampire attacks a slayer, she has to find a weapon, whereas a vampire already has his weapons because it's his teeth. But I mean, teeth are kind of a bit of a shabby weapon, really. Well, they're very... Uh, melee rather than ranged well, whereas yeah, a Buffy gets a very long like, pointy stick <laughs> I mean if, if you're kind of talking human teeth and vampire teeth mm. there's relatively few places it's going to be a fatal hit I mean effectively you're kind of just looking at like, like I don't jugular. know the carotid and the jugular mm. I mean if they bite you on the leg weird if they suddenly savaged your thigh be like get, get yeah, off get, <laughs> get off 
What are you doing? I mean, it's not like they're a line where you can literally just take a massive chunk of your muscle out. The human teeth are pretty, like, I know, lame. I mean, obviously they're riddled with, like, human bacteria. Teeth, yeah, but you've seen the vampires and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. They've got massive, huge, pointy... Mm-hmm. Pointy teeth. Like a cat. Yeah, I know, but, like, yeah, they really have to go for somewhere that's going to, you know... They have to go for the throat, whereas if you're anyone else, you just, like... Well, look, I think Freddy just doesn't want to have to carry a knife around when he can just put on a glove that has the knives on it that he can then intimidate teenagers with. Fair enough. He's up against teenagers, not Buffy. Yeah. Right? Buffy was a teenager, though. She was. Yeah. Isn't, wasn't that part of the name? Eh? Isn't it Buffy no, the You're teenage... thinking of the turtles. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> teenage mutant ninja, ninja slayers. <laughs> we're miles off track. What were we talking um, about? Buffy teeth gloves. Freddy's building... We're in the first, like, 30 seconds of the film here. You know me. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Yeah, you know he's, me. He's building a glove. Two gloves. With very creepy But music. I guess, like, initially, he doesn't put the first one on because it'd make it harder to make the second one. He only has one glove. He only has one glove. Yeah. So if he has an itchy eye, he uses his right hand. No, wait. His left hand. Okay. Just to clarify, Kathy was just moving her hands around. I'm I'm dyslexic. His left my hand. Left, my right. left hand of darkness. Ursula Gwynn. It's a book. It's a very good book. Recommend. What? I'm not sponsored. Okay. <laughs> I've heard of Heart of Darkness, but never... Oh, Heart of Darkness is yeah, the Africa one, right? Hmm. Mm. So we've what? He's built the glove. Huge amount of that's going to get He's got to wait for like all of that to like the glue to set. Mm, what it, kind of glue did he use? It was mainly mechanical. Oh. Yeah. So it's like an exoskeleton glove. Yes. Okay. It's all metal. Like Terminator. And articulated so he can he can bend his fingers. Yeah. But like, why would you? What oh, because he, he does things. Does the knife articulate? The knife is like a long fingernail and then these bits are hinged. <clears throat> so he's like Deathstrike. Sure. You watched Marvel. Eh. It's like Wolverine, except Wolverine had like, there's the woman in Wolverine who had the ones that just came out the ends of the fingers rather than the back oh, of the... Oh, she was Deathstrike. She was Deathstrike. Yeah, it was like that. Hmm. But imagine if she had hinges in her fingers instead of bones and tendons and ligaments. Okay, fair enough. That's how it works. Okay. Like a kitty cat. Yeah. Fierce. <laughs> You're fierce. Yeah. He. That's exactly what he said when he put his glove on. Okay. And fierce. And then we go into a very classic nightmare. There's a young woman... Did wearing. she think her teeth fell out? And then she was falling. And yeah, then she, <laughs> then she missed her exams. Oh, and then she turned up for the school recital and she had no clothes on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, she had a really, really old-fashioned night- nightie on. Okay. Like, even a grandmother watching this would be like, oof, that's, that's old-fashioned. Yeah. Big white number with lots of lace around here. Yeah, and it's probably just to show that she's, you know... Um, pristine and perfect as an individual mm. like a wedding dress as she, everyone knows she all <laughs> all brides are pristine let me, let me let me put it this way she dies first in this film yes so what does that tell you uh she should have been wearing activewear 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 she should have yeah. and it would not be white right because you know the rules yes yeah the fun yeah. one dies first oh yeah i know because they're distracted by winky <laughs> That's because I get one eye closed. <laughs> that's, perception. That's why they fall over all yeah, the time. That's yeah, what it is. So she's Tina. That's why the uh, that's why the men keep falling over. <laughs> <laughs> so they're this filmed in an old prison. This the like 
yeah. Boils of an old prison. So there's a, it's a boiler sort of room, lots of pipes, lots like of bedlam. steam, lots of like metal uh, walkways. Yes, okay, yeah. Okay. Hot things, blah, blah, blah. You can get a good idea. Pretty yeah. much any time you go to stores in any university, this is what you're looking at. Yes. For some reason, I don't know why, I guess it's on ground level. But anyway, she's doing all your classic stuff where she's running around. She's so running, this is in the dream. Tina's having a dream. Right. Which is running but not getting anywhere. You know that in a dream? Do you ever have that dream? It's awful. No. Where you're running. Like in treacle. Yeah, <coughs> you're just impeded. I'm aware of the dream, but I don't think I've ever had it. Happens to me a lot where I'm, uh, I feel like my jaw won't work. Oh, like lockjaw. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's horrible where okay. I'm like, somebody needs to help me. But I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. So you've got that whole, sure, that sure. whole trope. She's okay. running around. Scary Terry's after her, you know. Right. So, yeah, but like, did she know this? Well, so that's all going on, and uh, so I mean, it literally just jumps into her in a dream. How do you? How do we know she's in a dream? We don't. We don't. You see. So she's running around in a nighty. Yes. Um, so as far as we're concerned, someone has just built a really lethal-looking glove, right? Presumably to take wood chip off the wall, but actually no, because they're in a boiler room sort of thing. There's a young blonde woman running around in a weirdly old-fashioned nighty. And I came into call, you know, and it's been Flair, Disco 2000, wood chip on the wall. Oh, with wood, wood chip, chip on, on the wall. wall. Didn't notice me at all. Okay, um, oh Deborah, my, oh do you my, recall? I do, that's, the that's, irony here is Kathy doesn't recall. What? No, I remember the song. I just don't, I never remembered the wood chip on the wall bit. Don't you? Because my brain. When I came round to call, yeah. with wood chip on the wall, yeah. you never noticed me at all. I never put that together. Yeah. I mean, you've literally just had all the wood chips mm-hmm. removed off your wall. Mm. Has Deborah come around a call? Not yet, no, bitch. Mm. It's it's like in um, We Are Family. We Are oh, Family. Yeah. She was singing and she sang the line, um, just let me state for the record. But I thought she said, just let me speak to the vicar. And I was in okay. the car going, just let me speak to the vicar. <laughs> and Steve's going, what? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it's the kind of thing you never know until someone else brings it up because they're just know. like, what are you thinking? Uh, Tina running around, Freddy Krueger chasing her. This is the second scene. Yes. And she's like cornered. Yes. You don't really get to see a She good... doesn't play a witch. You don't get, no. You don't get to see a lot of Freddy, really. He's just sort of hinted at, which increases your sense like of danger. Like Jaws. Yes. Dun, dun, There's a hint dun, of. Hint of danger. They do a bit of a dun 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 jaws moment later on. Yeah, but anyway, um, and then just as Freddie like swipes at her with his razor gloves, mm. she wakes up. It was all a dream, but she looks down and sees that her nighty's ripped. Uh-huh. There's four rip marks in uh-huh. her nighty, and uh-huh. she's like, <gasps> and her, her gross mum comes in because obviously she's been screaming, and her mum comes in and she just looks like a. A divorced waitress in a Vegas casino, and not even a good one. She's, okay. She's all like mascaras down here. Uh, Everybody's yeah. sweaty. Tina's sweaty. This woman's sweaty. I mean, Tina she's, has an excuse. Yeah, but this woman doesn't. Well, she does actually, as it turns out. She's all sweaty and gross. Her, her hair. She's bleh. she comes in with a cigarette, pretty much. Um, and she comes in and she's like. <sighs> You know, what kind of thing? Do I have to buy you another nighty? Yeah, like a really shitty, really unsympathetic Mm. attitude of like, why, what is it now? And then this horrible, greasy little man walks in and says to her, you coming back to the sack? Yes. Who's this guy? 
The one who's been there in the mother. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I understood, but like... <laughs> just thought I'd clarify. Did he bring a pizza and then just stay? Like, who is this guy? And she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, I'm trying to deal with my teenage daughter who's had a terrifying and nightmare. Don't and just enter a, my teenage daughter's room. Especially you... when she's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Cough. Like, this is the kind of person who usually is guilty of the stuff that Freddie was originally yeah. supposed to be. But anyway, he leaves. And the mother, very sympathetically, says to her daughter, well, you either better cut your nails or stop having those kind of dreams. Oh, thanks. I don't understand. She, the mum assumed that she cut her own nightie with her fingernails while she was tossing and turning. Who can cut fabrics with their nails? I know. This is what I'm talking about. About the parents. They're actively damaging to all of these kids. Yeah, okay. What the fuck? Yeah. And Tina... Like her mum leaves and Tina's like, yeah, it's a typical level of help that I can expect from my mum. And she takes her crucifix off the wall because her crucifix, she's got one of those slanty walls above her bed. Yes, because she's in the roof. Yeah, and she's got a crucifix stuck there. So okay. she takes the crucifix down and falls asleep hugging it. Okay. She's all scared. Poor Tina. Poor Tina. Would it have killed your mum to just come in and be like, oh, do you have a nightmare? Oh, do you want me a glass of water or something? A glass of orange juice? Yeah. Something, you know. Yeah. No, it was just, <laughs> yeah. And it left again. It's just, wow. Yeah, she doesn't sound good. No, she's horrible. Um, all the parents are horrible. I just, throughout my entire notes, I just kept writing. These parents are dicks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's so frustrating. Um, I very... guess it's because essentially it's like the idea is that the people who are most likely to see this are going to be teenagers, not adults. They're the and effectively they're audience. saying your parents won't help you. Yeah, this is your biggest fear, is that mm-hmm. you have to deal with your own shit. Yes. But in this case... And these people have grown up to be boomers, haven't they? No, these people have grown up to be us. But they were already about 17, 18 by 1984. So that means they were born in the 60s. How ironic. <laughs> they're the very thing they're warning us against. Dun, yeah, dun, dun. exactly. I don't know, I think it was... The... I'm glad I could do the maths that quickly, because I was just like, oh God, this has got me on the spot here. That's quite impressive, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Good work, man. Um, it's beyond that, though. We've always... The films have always been, you have to sort this mess out on your own, because your parents mm. aren't here. But yes. now the parents are actively hindering their improvement and development. Yeah, 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 yeah It's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. We've cut to... So now we're, we're on Elm Street. Oh... Oh, suburbs. Oh, it's lovely. It's there's, sunny. There's the elm grass trees. Is green. We're in slow motion. Uh-huh. And there are three of the most angelic looking little children with, the you know, those little white socks that have the little frills around? You yeah. don't wear them, obviously. But They're well. girl socks. Yes. Yeah. Little girl socks. Yeah. There's okay. three little girls. They're ang- blonde hair, wee white outfits. Village of the Damned kind of we, thing. Very. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. And they're skipping in slow motion. And right, they're, and they're singing. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Okay, yeah, I've heard this one. Three, yeah. four, better lock the door, etc. Ah, uh, it's not going to help. It comes in your dreams. I know. Well, a dream see, door. But that's really interesting because all the kids are singing this rhyme. One, two, Freddy's coming for you, yeah. etc. They're all having the same dream. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, yes, but no. The the neighborhood just has this rhyme, right? And no one discusses it. Nobody brings it up. But obviously. Freddie, well, yeah. when he was alive, was coming after these kids and they've brought this, this rhyme in. They had something similar about... Um, Black Death? Bert and Hare. Oh. Burke and Hare, excuse me. Bert. <laughs> Burke and Hare. 
Uh, and they even had a line in it about um, Dr. Knox pays for the bodies, even though Dr. Knox got away scot-free, even though there's no way he didn't know that Burke and Hare were murdering people and bringing him right. victims. Yes. You know? But because he was an educated... Bloody no one understands him for his woman. Hey, what? He's an educated man. <laughs> no one understands him but his woman. <laughs> Who are you talking about? Yeah, uh, uh, Chaft. Chaft. <laughs> I can't remember who was it. Chaft. <laughs> so the Chav version of Shaft. <laughs> yeah. He wears Burberry. What, what, what was the actual song? Shaft. No, but what was it? He's a complicated man. Complicated man. Educated. Right there we go. He's a complicated man. What was it? Something about uh, shut your mouth. Talk about Shaft. Yes. Yeah, but I can't remember what it's about. Anyway. So Sorry. they're singing this rhyme, which is weird yeah. because it means the kids in the neighbourhood are sort of at least uh, adjacently aware of the fact that there was somebody called Freddy who was causing harm in the neighbourhood. Yes. But it's just become a rhyme. Yes. Like Cropsy, who's a really interesting potential serial killer who may or may not exist or maybe several different people... Read about it. I haven't got time on here okay. to explain the whole backstory of Cropsy. Jesus. Okay. okay. Um, so it's all very, you know, slow mo. American Dream, apart from the horrifying children. And the children are singing like five, six, Jericho's. grab your crucifix. So the crucifix works then? Or no. is that just a myth? It's a myth. Oh, it's like. He's not a vampire. Vampires going around claiming that garlic is a, um, a defensive measure, but actually it's not. They, they love the taste of garlic. Yeah, it's like how cats have started this propaganda of if you don't want cats in your garden, get, get a, a cat. cat. Yeah, <laughs> assholes. Yeah, that's a very cat thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, seven, eight, better stay up late. Nine, ten, never sleep again. So even in the rhyme, they know mm. that it's going to come for you in your dreams. That's weird. But I mean, if it's a historical thing, that there was some guy called Freddy Krueger who was haunting and killing people, uh, he wouldn't be killing them in their dreams. He wasn't originally, no. Killing this them is a in the real life. He was, yeah. But we don't get up to the whole rhyme at this point. Mm. Anyway, the gang assemble. We've got our main teenagers, our main... Nancy, Tina, Fruit for the Rachel, the dudes, Monica. other dudes from S Club 7. <laughs> there were three? I don't know, whatever. Wasn't one of them called, like, Itch or something? No, that was Steps. I don't know. It's something I knew nothing about, the S Club. They were supposed to be in League with the Devil. S stood for Satan. Satan Club. I thought it was like the Japanese thing where essentially if you had S, it was better than A. Is that right? I have no idea. Like that ranking thing. (laughs) Yeah, Like superior. Ah, okay. I have no idea why they call it S Club. So A Club 7 just crashed and burned because... This really sounds like I actually listened to one, Steps, and two. Never give up. I did give up. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think, like, yeah, no, no, I wasn't into any of their music. But, you know, it At was At least you're cultural. keeping it light. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, the gang assembles. Gang assembles. Tina, Nancy. You have, here's your your archetypes for you. You've got, it's quite funny. Uh, so you've got Tina, the fun one. Because I uh-huh. refuse to... Um, uh, Use the other words? I, I don't want to shame her for her perfectly healthy activities as a teenage girl okay so you've got tina the fun one who yes crochet is the nuts um (laughs) something to do with nuts anyway and she is dating rod and rod rod lane 
Well, his I mean, name's Rod. That's his only job in this film. He is a bad boy. Okay. Ooh, he wears the leather jacket. He's into the music scene. Okay. Apparently, there was Ocean Colour scene. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he's into them. No, he probably listens to ACDC and stuff. He oh, looks okay. like the type. Okay. He's, he's a rocker, not a, a mod. He's a bad boy. Okay. He's like Judd Nelson in Breakfast Club. Okay. He makes rude jokes <gasps> about the sexes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, outrageous. He's a real... His name's Rod. <sighs> I know, right? And do you know who they were going to cast to play Rod? Stuart. Stuart! <laughs> no, Rod the Project. No, Ralph Macchio. Who's <laughs> the really short guy? The Karate Kid. Oh, him. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. The, the actor, he's such... He can, yeah, but he can wear a leather jacket. He can wear a leather jacket. People will be like, oh, sweetheart, why are you wearing a leather jacket? Because everyone knows that you're a cutesy-wootsy sweetheart. You're, yeah. you're a good guy. You I can't... mean, that's tight casting, but yes. But uh, Ralph Macchio, come on. Every, everybody knows Ralph Macchio can't play a bad guy. He's too sweet and angelic looking. I mean, he... Rod had an earring. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know, right? And curly black hair. That's a bad boy. Bad boys have curly black hair. Like, um... Sheep. Like, tit. (laughs) I'm a bad boy. (laughs) Yeah. No, like, um... uh, What were they called? Um, Teddy boys. I have no idea what you're talking about. Teddy boys. They, They had that hairdo that was called a duck's arse. Oh, because it went down to a thing at the back. Yeah, and then a little... John Travolta. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He had curly black hair. But they were mods, weren't they? No. That's a different genre. <coughs> okay. Right. And error. It was an error. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Indeed, so we've got yeah. Tina, Nancy, Rod. We know Nancy. Nancy is yeah. the, the virgin. Yeah. Uh, in horror movie uh, pornals. Yeah. And then you've got <laughs> Glenn, Glenn, who is Johnny Depp. Who, who cannot get laid, and he's not happy about it. <laughs> but if we want Nancy to survive this film, she can't get laid. She can't get laid either. So sorry, Glenn. Suck it up. Glenn huh. is Glenn is the good boy. He wears chinos. That's why he's not getting laid. <laughs> wow. Okay. If anyone is who is a a, a medic me- medical student hears that, they'll be like, "Damn, bro, they're throwing shit." Yeah. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Shots fired. Um, and they, I mean, the whole thing looks so 1950s. Like he's driving, yes. he's driving like a Cadillac. Yes, thank you. God, that's been killing me. I had Chevrolet stuck in my head. It's got this symbol. Okay. Yeah, that's not going to help people who are on <laughs> listening to the podcast. I'm, I'm touching. It's like a triangle. Touching my, tips. I'm t- <laughs> touching my fingertips together. Yes. That's what I said. At an obtuse angle. Yes, that is obtuse. I'm being very obtuse at the minute, aren't I? Yeah. Cadillac. Convertible Cadillac. It's like Citroen, but with only one. Exactly. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Why is it I read your mind? (laughs) The perfect description. Thanks. Why is this the point? They have a Cadillac car, convertible. Yes. With the roof and all. Yeah, with the roof. Soft top, so it's a Cabrillo. I have no idea. Excellent. And they're all dressed like he's dressed like a real like rocker. Has he got the is he got the um his um his shirt um things turned up? It's a leather jacket. So that's turned up. Okay. Yeah. 
Got his leather jacket. But isn't it like really hot where they are and like really warm and like yes. grass and all that And Nancy stuff. wears big woolly sweaters through the whole like film. Like Barb. Yeah, she is dressed like Barb. She's got mm-hmm. the trousers like hiked up. You might want to hitch those trousers up a little higher, Nancy. We can still see your neck. <laughs> Damn. The, and then yeah, the sweater okay. on top. Well, that was the style at one point. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not, what is it, lowriders? Na- no. Nancy, on the other hand, not Nancy, Tina, on the other hand, is aware that it is summer in California and is wearing shorts and a, a sleeveless t-shirt. Uh, okay. Yeah. So It's pretty hot. Yeah. I mean, temperature-wise. It, yeah. The sun is like, bing! Yeah, you They've really made a... not want to be wearing a black leather jacket. I know! No wonder everybody's so sticky looking in this film. It's horrible. Um... And the whole time Tina's talking about this horrible dream that she had. She was like, oh my God, I had the scariest dream that this guy was chasing me, blah, blah, blah. And it slowly sort of comes to light where... They've all had the same dream. They've all had the same uh... dream. Now, Nancy is pretty much straight up off the, the mark with like, wait, 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 did you say fingers for knives? I had the exact same dream. That's weird. And then... Later on, Glenn just says something where they're like, oh, did you have the same dream too? And he's like, stop making me talk about my feelings! Because he's a boy. And right. then later on again... It's nothing to do with his feelings. It's well, a recollection. Well. And then no, he, they don't want to admit that they had a scary dream that scared them. Maybe he's into Freddy. Maybe. Ooh. Freddy's coming for One you. One man's nightmare. Is another man's... Uh, dream? Uh, there, there must be a word for like... Dream is the positive. Yeah, Nightmare is the negative. Dream could be anything, though. You just had a dream. No, dreams are usually... Cons- well, I suppose dreams like, are good or average. I had a dream that I went to the moon and had to get a lift Pretty home amazing. with the Boy Scouts. That was a dream I had. That's wildly different dream from dreaming that Michael Fassbender appeared on the door and took me out for a night in the town. That would be, that'd be a good dream. Whereas yeah. me having to hitch a ride home in a spaceship with the Boy Scouts, not a good dream. But it wasn't a nightmare. Uh, it just was. Confusing. Yeah. Mm. So saying, anyway. <laughs> saying that's your dream in life doesn't really make sense. But if, somebody, if someone said it's your dream job, you can go, well, this is a mediocre thing working for a paper sales company. Well, yes. I, mean, I mean, like... But that could what be a you dream. Do, if you dreamt that you worked at a paper mill or whatever, yeah. you would wake up the next day and you'd say, I had the weirdest dream. You wouldn't say, I had a nightmare. Depends if you're worried about paper cuts. I got a paper cut Oof. recently on my th- on like my thumb and on my finger. I don't know how I did it. It was really sore, especially when I ate salt and vinegar crisps. Yeah. Which I kept doing. <laughs> well, I mean, there are only so many sacrifices you can make. I know. It's bad enough I've got a paper cut. I should have used chopsticks. To eat the crisps. Yeah. So my friend Les and I used to do when we were little, we would watch um, Karate Kid. And because Mr. Miyagi used chopsticks, we were enchanted by them. So we taught ourselves how to use chopsticks. You know that's cultural appropriation. It really was, yeah. Because we just had two pens. Because obviously we didn't potatoes have... with chopsticks. There were no chopsticks in Northern Ireland at all. Unless yeah, you, you went to own. like Donegal Road or something. But yeah, we did. We got two pens and then we crushed up our crisps and then we ate them with... Um, the chopsticks because we were so into Mr Miyagi why did you crush them I don't know thinking back because <laughs> he had his bowl of rice so we wanted to like replicate uh, okay 
I mean, sure. Of all the things we could be doing to emulate the Japanese, I think that's fairly innocuous. Uh, innocuous, yeah. Fair. We're making rice out of crisps and then eating them with two pens. However, is that why you call Kathy two pens? Because <laughs> I can't find my chopsticks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. So, Glenn. So it's annoyed about. They've all had the same dream, feelings. and then we find out later. Of course, he's a, a boy in the eighties. Yes. Um, we find out later that actually Rod had the same dream as well, but yes. he's he's a bad boy, so he's even less he can't in touch admit with his feelings. To like being scared. Mm-hmm. Fair. Absolutely. Yeah. So Tina's very upset. So her parents are away. Her mum's like in Vegas, of course. It's where she belongs. Yes. She probably flew south there for the summer. Meeting greasy men. Yeah. So the house is empty and they all go to Tina's for a sleepover, uh-huh. as you do. I mean, that's just the target-rich environment. Uh, yes, but Freddie knows the rules of horror, so he knows who he has to go after first, oh, okay. sadly. Um, and Tina's, this is where they they work out, like, you know, they've all been having the same dream. Yes. And then they hear the like nails on a chalkboard noise mm. that they've been mm. hearing in their dream of Freddy's nails. Apparently, they got a fork and a chair, and they ran the fork on the underside of the like metal chair yes. to okay. get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Noise. Okay, 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 okay. They hear it outside. They they go outside. It's very weird. They send Glenn out, of course, even though he's a good boy. I'd have sent Nancy. She's got balls. Um, but Glenn goes out and he goes, um, "Who's there?" Uh, is that you Brad is that you no that comes later Um, I'm gonna punch your lights out whoever you are you weren't cheating you little bitch (laughs) you can punch out the light on a light switch you little bitch nice yeah so he's it's very not convincing it's just like I'm gonna punch your lights out I got a gun (laughs) I got a fucking gun I got a flipping gun (laughs) that's pretty much it but then he says he goes I'm gonna punch your lights out whoever you are Kitty, kitty. You're like, why are you going to punch a cat? Kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what he meant. No. He did not mean, I'm going to push a, a needle into your eyeball. Yeah. Go and watch Audition if you don't get that reference. Yeah, nice. Um, So, so, so like, oh, Glenn, my hero. It, he really establishes himself as not not a hero in this. Yes. Nancy's clearly the hero. He's no Steve. Steve is the one who threw me into a hedge to protect me from gunfire that turned out to be children playing with fireworks. Eh, still, he, he didn't know. He didn't know, that's the thing. So Steve is no Glenn. And yeah. he's not a rod either. I don't know yeah. who Steve would be in this film. Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> no way, Steve cuts his nails, he's fine. Uh, your ex-estate agent. Those weren't fingernails. Those were talons. I'm yes. sure that guy spends his weekends lifting small rodents <laughs> at night. Lifting them? Was yeah. he a weightlifter? No. Oh, like an eagle? Like an eagle, ah, yeah. okay, fair enough. Like an eagle! Anyway. Um, and guess who it is? Rod. Uh-huh. It's Rod. He has caught on that Tina has the house to herself. Ah. Except Glenn and Nancy are there. So he figures... This is his time to shine. Yeah. Rod's going to get something Glenn cannot get. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Did she say yes? Oh, that's so mean. No. He might already have it. Spoiler, I'm not saying she does. Spoiler alert. Neither Tina nor Rod get the chance to die of AIDS. Okay. They die of Freddy's instead. 
spoilers. Okay. Um, so, you know, they basically, he turns up and he's like, so, you know, I'll, I'll make you feel better, baby. Let's, you know, you know, and so they have three minutes of happiness. <laughs> Rod's quite, he's a lot better than, um, the guy on Halloween who lasted like exactly five seconds. Um, if you recall, yeah. this guy seems to know what he's doing. Okay. Which is nice. Um, for Tina anyway, but then, so they leave off and, um, it's one way not to go to sleep. They don't, they're not worried about that just yet. But mm. Glenn tries, given the circumstance, Nancy. Glenn, so he does a bit of a lean. Yeah, the arm lean. Yeah, okay, that was the classic. And Nancy's like, no. Oh, <laughs> and Glenn, And Glenn's genuinely like, oh, shucks, sort of thing. <laughs> He's all just despondent. He's like, oh, man. And then they can hear Tina and Rod going at it upstairs. And Glenn's line is, morality sucks. He's not happy. I never met her. Yeah. <laughs> he probably wishes he was going yeah, to wear. Yeah. Nancy's sleeping in Tina's bed, so she's got the crucifix over her oh, head. Okay. Yeah. Glenn's on the sofa, listening to this fucking rodeo going on upstairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not okay. a happy boy. Um, we discover that uh, after they've finished um, making Tina feel better, Rod very defensively brings up that he had the same dream too. Ah, pillow so, talk. So that's how we find out. Meanwhile, Nancy's asleep and the crucifix, boop, falls off the wall. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing, Freddie like bulges out of the wall over her. Uh -huh. So they basically just got a big latex wall yeah, and yeah. just had mm -hmm. him push his face yeah, through yeah. it. But it's like... And then... <laughs> stuck in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> latex. Yeah. Oh, that like weird dusty stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What is that? I don't know. Yeah, it's like talc or something. I think it's supposed to make it easier to put the gloves on. I think Tina has fallen asleep. Yes. Oh, right. Yeah. No cigarette. She No, no. She's out like a light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rod has performed adequately, basically. Is what well, adequately is what we all aspire to. <laughs> <laughs> was that adequate? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she's she's now doing her. She hears a noise outside. She's doing her classic like victim routine where she puts on a shirt but and is she nothing asleep? else. Well, we don't know yet. But right. She, but yes, she is. Right. Um. So she thinks she hears a noise outside, but she's already asleep. She's in dream world. We don't know that yet. Right. But that okay. is the case. Okay. Okay. And she goes out and she does her whole like, who is that? You know, in no clothes. She's just a shirt on and nothing else. Okay. Right. Nice. There's a lot of um. Nudity is insinuated a lot in this film, but at no point do you Everyone's actually see... Everyone's in the nip under their clothes. Yeah, that's sort of what's implied. Like, yeah. when she's buttoning the shirt, you can see all of her from the belly button up, like yeah. an inch. Okay. Because she, she buttons it from the bottom. So Good you're like, less. ooh, she didn't have that shirt on, we could see bits. Right. And then there's another scene where Nancy gets changed and you, you like she's completely naked, but you only see her from the, the waist up from the back. It's like she's wearing one of those hospital gowns. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Nancy's a big girl in the chest, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why she wears loose fitting sweaters. So she uh, doesn't have sense. to deal with horrible children making remarks. Anyway. So she's given it the whole like, oh, who's out there? She's now in a dirty alley. Which I guess is around the back of her house. I don't know. And we put bins, I guess. Yeah, well, there's bins. There's raccoons. Urban foxes. Well, raccoons, yeah, I suppose, in America. And Freddy appears. <gasps> and he's... We're getting a better look at him. Okay. He's got just trousers and work boots. Chinos? 
Uh, no, they are not chinos. Okay. They're like these trousers here, but they don't oh, zip got... off. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. No, they're just work trousers. Okay. He's got a very dirty black and black, green and red stripy sweater. Very festive. Sweater? I know. Intimidating. Yeah, he's got a big sweater on. It's yeah. it's pretty gross. Okay. And his face is all burned. He's got loads of burns all over his face okay. and he's got a fedora. And the the... The nail hand. Yeah, nail hand. Knife hand. Knife hand. Yes. I was thinking finger hands. Yeah. And he he's walking up the alley towards her and his arms extend out like Mr. Tickle. Okay. And then he's able to ah, okay. his fingernails down the wall. That's coming out your pay. And they do sparks. Oh, okay. Are they <gasps> magnesium? No. Just ordinary sparks. They're not colourful. Is it a flint wall? I don't know how they did that effect. They must have put like um, an arc welder or something in there to make the sparks happen. Okay. Anyway, intimidating walk. Yeah, he's towards. walking towards her like Mr. Tickle with the big so long arms. So effectively she just kicks him in the nuts because his arms can't defend him. <laughs> yeah, right enough because yeah. they'd have to take ages yeah, to get around to protect them. Yeah. And uh, he, he, he can do all the things people in dreams can do. He can teleport. So you like run away but then he's right yeah, there yeah, in yeah, the yeah, face. Okay. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. There's a lot of chasing. He's a very... He's a very weird character, Freddy. He, he's, because in the next scene, he sto- he goes, hey, Tina. And she looks around and he goes, watch this. And he lifts his, his hand, his left hand mm. and he gets his finger knives and he just slices off two of his fingers and like, what yellow. is this, basketball? I know. Yeah. My eye, my eye. And like yellow stuff. Yeah. Okay. Out of it. Okay. And he's like, ha 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 ha, sort of thing. He's like a, he's like a, an uncle who thinks he's funny. Okay. But uh, like this throughout the entire rest of the film, is he lacking those fingers? No, he grows them back. Yeah. Yeah, he does stuff like this all the time. He's a really weird villain. He's not sinister. He's just flat out. Uh, weird. Uh, creepy. He's creepy. And he's very like a creepy uncle, which again sort of fits into yeah. the whole narrative mm. of like, yeah. you know. The, the whole creepy uncle trope, yeah. which isn't even a trope yet. Yeah. Right? It was us. It was our generation who had the creepy uncle, not them. I mean, we didn't have creepy uncles. Thankfully not. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he cuts his... He goes, watch this. What a weird thing to do. And then she's like, Aah! and runs away. Turns out it's all a nightmare because she's thrashing in the bed, like going, ah, ah, all this sort of stuff. And, and Glenn's like, oh God, not again. Rod. No. Oh yes, yeah, I know. Hopefully, Glenn's asleep at this yeah. point. Rod is like, oh, what the shit do I do? She's having some sort of fit, you Bucket know, of water because she's wearing all around the room. And then the next thing, her whole chest slices open, just like oh, that. Oh no! Yeah, yeah okay. Like a really, and blood goes everywhere. Yeah, explain and, that to the cops. And it it gets, and then she levitates off the bed. Like, wow, she's still thrashing. She and starts. Rod's like, why she? Couldn't she do that earlier? <laughs> oh, I failed. And he, she's spinning around and she headbutts. That's a lot of blood going everywhere. She headbutts Rod in the way past, which is quite oh. funny. And he gets like knocked into the corner. No. Nobody puts Rod in the corner. <laughs> Tina does. Yeah. It's quite funny at this point because. Um, this so... is very much like uh, that thing in Stranger Things. With the, the, the levitating the and then everything yeah, and then breaks. All the breaking. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Rip off. Mm-hmm. So, well, loving homage, I guess. So, this is quite cool at this point because I always wondered why Rod just sat in the corner of He's the room. He's concussed. 
He sat in the corner of the room going, Tina! With a hand outstretched. Okay, yeah. And you're like, why don't you just get up and walk over there and grab her and put her back in the bed? But what they had to do to do this scene... I mean, scene, that would still be pretty weird. I mean, you'd still be a bit freaked out. You would. She's levitating. Yeah, I... And she's bleeding everywhere and a guts to get out everywhere, I suppose. But he's clearly trying to help her, but he doesn't actually yes. move towards her to do it. And I always thought, that's a weird shot. But it turns out, yeah, because she hits the ceiling and then she starts rolling around the ceiling and then she like rolls down the wall right. and all sorts of stuff. He's not tall enough. Turns out they had to put him in like an aeroplane seat that they bolted ah, to, to the bolt floor. to the floor, yes. And then they just rotated the room so they uh, built a cube but the camera is in one place because yes. it's attached to the wall so the camera's attached yes. and rods attached mm. and then they and they didn't have like a gimbal like uh, Christopher Nolan has they just yes. had to get the floor hands to like yeah, yeah. push the room over yeah 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 okay. and then she just as the room moves she just rolls across okay. the, the ceiling and then the floor <coughs> so it would be even funnier if she like if they roll it a bit too quick and she's like oh fuckers <laughs> bam <laughs> <laughs> you assholes. I God mean, I'm dying here. God I damn mean, it. Oh, yeah. Freddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, so it's quite cool the way they did that. Mm, that's pretty cool. And then she's, as you say, like blood is just everywhere. Yeah. And finally. Is that the first 50 gallons? For, yeah, of many. 2,500. Oh, like, yeah. 500 overall. Yeah. yeah, it would be 50, I think, because there's a scene where the room fills with blood later. Okay. Um, Glenn and Nancy burst in because obviously they can hear this yeah. uh, dis- disruption. Ruckus. Yeah, ruckus. Yeah, Rod has gone. Mm-hmm. He he j- jumped out the window and away into the night. Oh. And there is blood. But that makes them everywhere. think that he killed her. Everyone assumes Rod killed her, yeah. even though the evidence would suggest, like she burst basically. There's just bits the of her dripping the off yeah. the wall. How Fair the fuck would Rod have achieved that and then jumped out the window in his underpants and away he didn't take his leather jacket I think he did actually because he's wearing it later oh I think curious but so John Saxon appears he's the sheriff yes he gives he's given it like he's being updated and he's given it all and they all suspect Rod they're all like oh well Rod you know he was into the 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 music scene We've got a couple of busts on him for like drug possession, probably marijuana. Da, mm-hmm. da, da. So obviously, if you have taken marijuana and you like the the heavy metals, you slaughter your girlfriend. Yeah. Apparently, he was the jealous type, so that's what happened there. The fuck. And um, it turns out, yeah. So John Saxon comes into the room, and Nancy's sitting there with her mum, who. I, I genuinely think the mum is like one of the Stepford Wife robots. She's, right. She is a weird character. Yeah, frozen what's hair. Going on. Oh, yeah. 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 The only difference between her and the Stepford Wives robots is that she has a much more obvious fondness for vodka. <laughs> sure. Yeah, she loves that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, he comes into the room, John Saxon does, and just wheels around to the mother and is like, why was Nancy there? Because, turns out, he's her dad. Uh, he's Nancy's dad. There's obviously a divorce between these two. Yes. At no point does he like, oh, Nancy, you've gone through something terrible. We're going to get you support for this because we know your friendship, blah, blah, blah. No, it was entirely like, why are you hanging out with a person like Rod anyway? And don't you realise Tina's parents were divorced? What sort of friends do you have? Blah, 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 blah. And but both her parents are divorced. I know. Yeah, but they're still like on the scene. 
So Tina's dad abandoned yes. them, sort yeah, of. Yeah, okay, okay. Which somehow makes the mum a bad person, but here we are. Well, and, she is, though. Uh, well, she is as well, but that's not the reason why. No. So yes. they're, everyone's being a dick. They're really honing in on, like, you need to choose your friends better. What were you doing there in the first place? Nye, 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 and all this shit. regular sleepover. And Nancy's like, big picture here. I am telling you, Rod, my friend Rod, could not have done this. I know him. I yes. know he wouldn't do it. And the night, both of them are totally being like, she was, they were like, and why are we even sleeping over there anyway? And she's like, because Tina had a bad dream. Yeah. And we were there to comfort her. That's Fair. all. Yeah. I don't know why you have escalated this into some sort of whole thing. Like we were there smoking marijuana and listening to the heavy if metals. You were there to, if you were there to comfort someone for having a bad dream, you'd be in their room. Rod was. Yeah, but like, I mean, yeah, he wasn't comforting her. Uh, he was distracting her. He's getting his end away. He was. Well, no, they both His were. intention wasn't that. His intention was to get his rocks off. But yeah. indirectly, it did distract her from her bad yeah. dream. But how did that pan out? Not well. Yeah. Not well at all. I mean, you can kind of see it from the, the law enforcement perspective. They only have one suspect. Mm-hmm. Who is Rod. Mm-hmm. So that's not that unreasonable. Yes, but Rod is a very convenient suspect. Yeah, but he's the only suspect. Who else is there? Well, Glenn? But, Nancy? She well, did it herself? Uh, oh, yes. The most determined case of suicide exactly. I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, but like, like Nancy's telling them, Rod is my friend. There's no way he would have done this. And they're like, mm. oh, you... You need to choose your friend. Apparently he was a, the jealous type, Nancy, and that's why he murdered your friend. And she's like, oh, can we... Can we Dig be... into that a little bit. Who would it be jealous of? Yeah, Freddy. Yeah, booze. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I just wrote, he's being a dick. They're both yeah. being dicks in this. Yeah. They're both like giving Nancy shit about stuff where you're like, can you take a minute and appreciate that your daughter just walked in Witness on Witnessed something her. terrible. Yeah. Yes. Can we do something other than admonish her for her choice of friends, which yes. isn't even relevant? This is not productive. This is not catching a killer. No. Absolutely What's going on? Not. So it's the next day. Nancy's going to school and the mum's like, I would have thought you would have taken the day off today. You should stay home. You know, you you didn't sleep very well last night. No shit. So she, she's like, fuck off, mum. I'm going to school. She goes mm. to school. On the way, Rod pulls her into the bushes. Wow. And he's like, shush, shush, shush. It's me. I'm on the run. I'm on the lam. Um, you know I didn't do it. And she's like, yes, yes, I do know you didn't do mm -hmm, it because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know you sort of thing. But John Saxon appears out of nowhere with a gun pointed at um, oh. Rod. And he's like, freeze, you son of a bitch sort of thing. Yes. And Rod's like, because ah! bear in mind, he's a teenage boy. Wearing just briefs and a leather jacket. <laughs> He managed to get dressed in the meantime. Oh. He like jumps out of the bush and tries to run away. And John Saxon's going to shoot him. Yes. Nancy stops him. Nancy pushes his arm out of the way to yes. stop the police officer from shooting a suspect yes. dead in the street. Yes. And John Saxon goes, Jesus Christ. Like that. Right. Yeah. I dare you stop me from murdering a teenager. In the yeah, exactly. I've yeah. been waiting for this for years. Yeah. But the, the other cops are at the end of the road and they catch him. And Nancy is understandably pretty angry. Because she's like, you you used me as bit, basically. Yes. You were following Dad. me, 
dad to use me as bait. And do you know what the dad says? The dad says, what the hell were you going to school today for anyway? Education. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was planning to get there. Yeah. This isn't Pink Floyd. I they do don't really need, sell many other things. I do need education. Yes. Unbelievable. So, no, like, I'm sorry, but it was the only way we were going to catch him or I was worried about your safety or anything. No, he just yelled at her. The hell are you going to school today for anyway? Wow. Yeah, not cool. Yeah. So you're yelling at me after you tried to murder a teenager in the street because you've no evidence he did this. Whilst using me as bait. While using your daughter as bait. Mm -hmm. You're the asshole here, Mm -hmm. big guy. Mm -hmm. Nancy's in class. The teacher's the teacher is uh, like a a heavyweight in horror movies, oh, incidentally, yeah. whose name I don't know, but she's in all the um, insidious movies. Oh, you're right. She's cool. Okay. Uh, anyway, so she's the teacher, and she's explaining Shakespeare, and they're talking. Nah, 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 nah. And Nancy. Midsummer Night's Dream. Mm, no. Mm. Hamlet and Julius Caesar. Oh. Okay. Very boring, and Nancy dozes off. Oh. And she... Cons- Rut row. Uh, yeah. She looks out the door and she can see Tina in a body bag. She's oh, like, no. Nancy, you know, sort of thing. And Wait, what? Tina is in a body bag saying Nancy. Yeah. Tina's standing up in a body bag. Oh, I see. And I think it's just unzipped her face a wee bit. So she yeah. could be like, Nancy. Meanwhile, the guy who was at the front of the class, very badly reading out some Julius Caesar. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden, he has gotten very good at reading Julius Caesar. and then the, he's Freddy. No, oh. because it's a dream now. Oh. And she, she wasn't going to get good delivery in reality, so she had to fall asleep and dream good delivery of the lines. Because the the kid's like going, blah, 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 I could be the conqueror of blah, blah, blah. Yes. And then the camera just cuts to his face when he goes, if it were not that I had bad dreams. And you're like, ah. Yes. Shakespeare, right? Eh? Yes. Nice. So you've got your classic thing of like, why do people do this? So many situations in horror movies and stuff where you're like, it's very clear that the killer or whoever is trying to lure you somewhere. They've done something very obvious to get you to go where they want you. Yes. Why do you go? Why do you go? If I were being stalked by some sort of dream demon or whatever... And I could hear somebody calling my name from a basement. Guess where I wouldn't go? The basement. Yes, I would not. <laughs> In the background, there's like a chainsaw noise. What is that? Uh, it sounds like a table saw or something like that. Yikes. I mean, they can't chase you around with a table saw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be Slightly quite Slightly less intimidating. Unless they have one in the basement. That's why they were trying to get me in the basement to exactly. kill me with a table saw. Yeah. Like in... Um... Tucker and Dale? Yeah. Thank Versus you. Versus evil. I just... She just tapped on her forehead twice and the, the thought was transferred. That's how it works, yeah. That boop, is boop, how it boop, works. Boop, um, So there's a body bag being dragged up the hall by Entity Unknown. Okay. And a blood trail. She follows the blood it's trail. It's not a good body bag. No, it's not, is it? It's Tuck very, nice. very leaky. Amazon Prime. That'll be it, yeah. He was in a hurry. Not a sponsor of this podcast. Well, not anymore. <laughs> Ten million pounds yeah, you cost us yeah. there. Um, uh, she she like follows the trail and she runs around the corner and bam, slams into somebody. Barry Scott. Barry Scott. Bam. And the body bag is gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. No, she bams into uh, the hall monitor 
who is wearing a green and red stripy sweater. Uh-oh. And the hall monitor goes, where's your hall pass? <laughs> and Nancy says something. It rhymes with pass and you have one. <laughs> I don't know. What does she say to her? Uh. She told her to fuck off or something like that. I can't remember what. She was like, screw your hall pass. Politely, do one. Yeah, with respect. Stick yeah. your hall pass up your ass. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it turned out it was Freddy because there, she runs off and then he hears, hey, Nancy. And she looks around the hall monitors like, shit. Look at me cut off my fingers. Again. Wow. At this trick. Yeah. It's like the, you know, where you, you put, d- d- yeah. you put your thumb, thumb under yeah, the finger yeah, and then yeah, you're that like, yeah, classic, yeah. that's what Freddy's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everyone goes, ah! wow, you're such a wizard. <laughs> well, that's what you say to your weird uncle who does that to you, don't you? Oh, wow. That's, that's yeah. amazing. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, okay. uncle. Um, uh, so she follows the trail and ends up in, you know, the boiler room. And you can hear like, and tonk 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 and you can hear Freddy going okay. over the whole top of it yeah, I don't yeah, know if Nancy breathing. can hear that but we certainly can I don't know and he appears and he just he, he goes hey Nancy watch this it's this again and he lifts up his sweater and he takes one of his nails and cuts a big cut down his tummy uh-huh. like why do we need to defeat this guy he's ripping himself to bits yeah so he cuts himself and like maggots and that weird slime ooze out again okay. all over the place it's kind of chilly at him <laughs> into the into the hole into the wound yes yeah. mm. you're Tabasco. a monster wow <laughs> the hell was that <laughs> Kathy's literally jumping out of her fucking skin <laughs> why would you use power tools today it's Sunday it's against the law surely lord lord it is against the lord and Jesus spake saying thou shalt not use table saws on Sunday when, when I'm pretty makes... sure he never said those words well table saw wasn't a thing yeah but um, it was a combination of someone like skeetering sk- sk- to a halt outside uh... that was brakes then followed by table saw oh that wasn't just a table saw well it scared the wits out of me I whatever noticed. it was yeah. you are talking about someone in a boiler and <coughs> themselves right so with a round of chases Nancy's cornered and Freddy says come to Freddy which you may remember yes. from yeah. yeah, Come to Daddy. <laughs> okay, yeah. I love saying that to you because you look so upset every time it's I do. Upsetting. <laughs> it's very upsetting to have a tiny little woman say, Come to Daddy. Yeah. Yes, I, thought I so. mean, it surely is someone's kink, but not mine. The, there's very funky synth going on. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. With laser noises, so it's going like pew, 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 pew. pew. Okay, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's like, once out of love, and it was a guess. Yeah. Soon turned yeah. out, he tried to slash my ass with his razor claws. Yeah. But Nancy's like, it's just a dream. And he's like, whatever. And she puts her arm to one of the, the pipes and, pssst, ah, and so burns burn herself. Yes. She wakes up in class and she's full on like, ah, ah. Does she's she a have massive... a burn then? Yes. She does have a burn. She has a burn. That means that can't he also be killed in a dream? He can't be killed in the dream because he's in charge of the dream. However, when we if get to... If he was to... in charge of the dream, he could have made that pipe not hot. Exactly. Because when we get to A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, Nancy trains the kids who are being terrorised by Freddy how to make the dream their own. Yes. And then they can tackle Freddy. And it has limited success. Yeah. Because Freddy's a dream demon at this point. I've been doing this for years. 
you know where Freddy Krueger comes from? Because he can't have just been a very maladjusted person or maybe a victim of child molestation himself or okay. anything like that. No, no, no. There has to be some sort of massive explanation. He was bitten by a radioactive knife. Pedophile. <laughs> Damn, okay. That went to a different place. <laughs> Couldn't resist. No. I mean, technically, they're all radioactive. His mother was a nun. And Did she, she... grab a nunnery? Yes. Well, it wasn't a nunnery. It was a home for the criminally insane. Oh. And through some sort of clerical error, she got locked in overnight with all of the worst offending criminally insane people. And, well, we'll leave it to your imagination what happened. But nine months later, Freddy Krueger appeared. And he is, what is it? The bastard child of a thousand psychopaths. A hundred psychopaths. That's a thousand. Sorry. uh, The bastard child of a hundred psychopaths. There we go. That doesn't really work. Well, for one thing, she's not a cat. Biology works. No, she's not a cat. You can't have multiple fathers in one I mean, run. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe in some massive fluke, two of the sperm might have fused together I think on if the way happened, in. But they wouldn't have, they, it wouldn't have survived. But no, 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 because you can be like XXY or XYY. That is a thing. It's like. Or Triple X. I mean, there's a film about it. Triple X, yeah. You can be that too. The, the rudest uh, 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 somatic <laughs> disorder. Anyway. I think it's 4X. 4X? That's just being Australian, isn't it? Being, yeah. <laughs> Do you think Australians, all Australian women just have 4X chromosomes? <laughs> That's why they're so cool. Yes. Good save. Yeah, thanks. High five. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. She wakes up with a burner arm. But, it's quite funny that this kid's reading Shakespeare in the class and then the next thing Nancy just jumps up and starts screaming and the guy's like, I know Shakespeare was an anti-Semite, but this is an overreaction. Let's calm down. Damn, okay. <laughs> Wasn't he? Have was you he? read The Merchant of Venice? No. It's incredibly anti-Semitic. Well, yes. I've heard about it, but I haven't read it. That drilling is really appropriate and yet it's making me very nervous. Um, And then Nancy's like, fuck this, I'm out. And she's like, see ya, and runs out. And the teacher yells, you need a hall pass. She needs to get some saffron on that arm. Yes. Well, that's a nice call back <coughs> there, I thought. Yes. You need a hall pass. Yeah. Like, Fuck your hall pass. She's crying out front of the school, as you do. Yeah, she's got third degree burns. She d- well, she's got a wee <coughs> round burn on her arm. Yeah. Which is quite... Oh, diddums. We ice cube should be all better. And she goes to visit Rod in prison, which apparently she can do. I didn't know Why they had... Why is he in prison? He's in the lockup at the... Right, he's in jail. Precinct. Fifth right. precinct. Ooh. Yeah. And, um... Excuse me. Rod's explaining, like, it was dark. I couldn't see who did it, but it wasn't me. And I couldn't... I could see the cuts happening, but I couldn't see, see the who did it. cut it. Yeah, Da-da-da-da. okay, okay. And he said, and it was really weird because if there were, because four happened at the same time, four cuts happened at the yes. same time, da 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 da. And 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 then he's like, he thought it was a nightmare because he'd been having these nightmares. Yes. So the so potentially the reason he sat in the corner going Tuna! was because he assumed it was a nightmare. His nightmare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she 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 knows Rod didn't do. It. Yes. She says to him, I know you didn't do this. Yes. So so they're cool at least. Now, if you were being haunted by a dream demon, what sort of activities would you do to make sure you didn't fall asleep? What sort of activities, excuse me, would you avoid to make uh, sure you didn't fall asleep? 
Besides that. <laughs> that wasn't what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking uh, it, it was it was a burn on you, but it is also okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna rephrase it. Go to a certain lecturer's meeting or, or lecture, not yours. Ooh. For example, a German who we both know. <laughs> Are his lectures boring? He gave a talk on how to uh, fall asleep uh, in sensory deprivation chambers for a university lecture. And everyone was like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Exactly. Holy shit. Yeah. Also, wouldn't it be quite easy to fall asleep in a sensory deprivation tank? Wouldn't I think it, that's the plan. Wouldn't it be more useful advice to explain how to fall asleep in, for example, a war zone. the centre of Kolkata? Because uh, we yeah. saw people do it. We saw yeah. people asleep in park benches. Yeah. And I was just going, that's like, that's, I can fall asleep pro. most places, but that's impressive. Yeah, Even yeah, the yeah. dogs were just like, it was pretty warm. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, there avoid, is that, avoid warm places with low light levels. Yeah. Um, overeating at lunch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, can't remember things can put me to sleep. So would you, yeah. for example, have a nice hot bath? No. No, because that cold shower that will pretty much immediately make you fall asleep. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> Guess where Nancy is in the next scene. In, in a it? nice hot bath. In a hot bath. Well, there's bubbles, so we yeah, can only yeah, see her from sure, the yeah, chin up. And she's... Um... Why is she doing lifts while in the bath? <laughs> she's not doing chin ups. It's like on the shower rail yeah, yeah, to yeah. get out. Anyone ever mistake you for a man? What was this, Brett? But she's in the... No. She's in the bath and she's playing with the sponge and she's going, one, two, Freddy's right. coming for you. And okay. I wonder if she's putting it together in her head like, Freddy, huh? Three, That's weird. Four. Don't lock the bathroom door because that comes up. Does it? Yeah. So um, she's clearly dozing mm. off and then she just sort of... I mean, she's going to drown before he gets to kill her. Well, so she dozes off a bit and then the next thing. So we're looking from... We are at the end of the bathtub. looking Where up, her feet are. Where her feet are. And okay. we're looking up and we can see her knees. Very nice. And then beyond that, we can see Kinky. her face. Okay. And the glove appears up what? through the water, like Jaws. Yeah. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun, and starts moving towards... Her face. Her f- Doesn't get as far as her face. Sure. It's moving towards somewhere where... You don't want knives. No. Yeah, exactly. Actually, that's pretty much everywhere. But, I mean, there are certain places that really don't want knives. Yeah. So, I mean, I told you at the beginning that initially he was supposed to be a child molester. Yes. So that's quite... I mean, it's weird that he does these things if you don't know that originally the plan was he was going to be a child molester. He cut his own fingers off as well. I mean, I don't know. Well, that was weird. He's supposed to be creepy as well. But Mm. they had to transition him to child killer. But there's so much stuff left over of him being really uh, gross. And this is one of the vestigial gross things where he like appears, his hands are between her knees and then moving yeah. up, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't know that initially he was supposed to be a, a, a child molester, you'd be like, what's, uh, what's what's this? But yeah, fortunately. Also, those knives are going to get rusty. Yeah, unless they're stainless steel or something. I suppose. Maybe future proof them. So the thing, and then the next thing, Nancy, it's her mum. She's like, don't fall asleep in there. You could drown. Yes. And Nancy wakes up and she's like, uh, mother. So I don't quite get it because if he's a dream demon, (coughs) 
she's asleep in the bath, but she's not conscious of the hand moving. So the whole hand movement thing, in theory, never happened. I don't know where the how that works. I don't quite know how that works. Was that Freddy doing stuff to her in her dream, but because she woke up so suddenly, she doesn't remember it? Or but she, I assume her eyes were closed. Yeah, they were. So she wouldn't so have seen she wasn't it anyway. In the dream. So it was. She was asleep. She was dreaming. And Freddie was going to kill her in her dream. But, but can you have you ever had a dream where you're asleep in the dream? I've had dreams where I thought I was awake and then I woke up. But I've not been asleep in my dream. This sounds to me like a plot hole. It's just a complication, I think. Mm. Okay. I was confused by it too. Maybe it's because she was dozing off rather than full on asleep. Okay. Whatever. Um, she dozes off again. And this time, she just gets dragged under the water. Oh, no. So they basically film, filmed filled a small swimming pool with like black paint, covered the top and put a tiny little hole at the top. They pull her through this right. tiny little hole so, so the it's light, just dark under there. There's only from, yeah, light coming cool. from there. And she's desperately trying to get out of the bath. Mm-hmm. So you see her arms like scrabbling on the, you know, the wee hand yes. rails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy who did our who's doing our bathroom asked us, "Do you want handrails on your bathtub?" And I thought to myself, "We're going to be in this house for quite some time. I think we should future proof it. Put the handrails on the bathtub." Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, sure, fair. Also, in case Freddy turns up. And Freddy, that's, that's I'm just thinking now. If a dream demon tries to pull me under the water in the in the like extremely rare bath that I have, because I'm more of a shower person, because of this, because of this. Oh, there. Did you hear that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like a raven or something. Or someone just hit a knot in the wood. Or their finger. <gasps> Ready? Or um, or hit the magpie with the table saw. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so she's dragged underwater. Uh, and then the mum's, she's like, blah, 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 and the mum kicks the door in because the door's locked. She's a ninja. I was never allowed to lock my bathroom door for this exact reason. When I was a little kid. Right. When I was a little, little kid. Sure. In case I, like, slipped and drowned in the bathtub or something. Fair enough. Yeah. Or there was a fire. That was the other reason so I was it's given. supposed to be. Oh, yeah, in the bathtub. Yeah, but the water might boil, and then I would get poached. Fair, okay, yeah. Yeah, because that happens to a lot of children. <laughs> so the the mum, like, kicks the door and drags her out of the bath, and... um. That mum sounds pretty ninja. Heather Langenkamp and Nancy is given it like no I just you know I slipped getting out of the bath I'm fine mum don't worry about it da 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 and then the mum starts going oh my god like, you wouldn't believe the, the statistics on people getting injured in the bathroom from falling out blah 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 like this woman's just a one woman statistics machine the turn up to A&E with like foreign bodies she, falling over yeah I know oh my god the amount of ketchup bottles that are just inconveniently placed in the bathroom, in the bathroom. I know so you're getting out of the bath what naked the and then just yeah. yeah, bam, Barry Scott, <laughs> and the ketchup bottle's gone. <laughs> One of my favourites in um, oh, is it, this is going to hurt. Do you know that that book yes. for the dog? And he goes, um, uh, the 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 mother, the son, and the son's flatmate turn up to the hospital because yeah. he has a toilet brush stuck bristle first up his ass. Yeah, that was a mixture of arse and ass there. Yeah, I couldn't commit to one up his ass. And uh, and gonna do brush the floor. I (laughs) bristle first though. Yeah, maybe attach the mop to the other end. And uh, yeah, potentially. And uh, and the mum was like, "Oh, thank goodness, his flatmate was there." 
And everyone in the room was like, it's not his flat, man. He put the brush up there. (laughs) (laughs) But it sounds like so dangerous. We all know what happened. What happens to people? I bet you that the amount of this sort of thing has dropped precipitously since the advent of Netflix where people have had better things to do with their evening than stick toilet brushes up each other. Have you not heard of Netflix and chill? The Hopefully the chill has been brought down Also, I heard echelon. that was a fresh, like, toilet I brush. I know! I know! A toilet brush is the most unhygienic thing in the world! Apart from a tea towel. So we're here. I'd still... But you'd have to freeze the tea towel before you could, you know. <laughs> Look, if someone said to you, I mean... Like it, brass tax time. Oh, I don't want any brass tax time. <laughs> Jesus. The tea tile has X amount of germs more than the toilet brush. Right. I want you to touch your face with one of them. You're going to touch the tile to your face before yeah, yeah, you would probably, touch it. Yeah. It yeah. depends what germs. And it I does, don't want. It does. I don't want poop germs anywhere near me. Whereas I'll take. They're all in you already. No, I, I'm happy with my own poop germs doing their own poop germ things. Yes, in their own. Time and place. In their own biome. Yeah. However, uh, that toilet brush has been brewing who knows whose and what poop germs. That's true. Whereas the tea tile has been brewing food germs. And I know that food germs can ultimately become poop germs. Do you realise that we are too... We are too... This is science. This is science. We have PhDs in biochemistry. (laughs) You're the one calling it poop germs. But you're nodding sagely along as well. Because well, I'm guess. just letting you do this. I understand. Yes, I'm with you so far. I agree. I know what you meant. Food I know germs, where you're going with it. Food germs are better for you than poop germs. <laughs> In general, yes, apart from certain strains of E. coli. Yeah, well, salmonella as well. Yeah, also. Oh, That's dear. chicken poop germs, though. Chicken poop germs. That's <laughs> when you ban them. Right under the stage. Chicken poop germs. Yeah. Nice. Okay, we're going to stop it there for part one of Why Did You Watch? Join us next time for part two. Why did you watch it?